All right, everybody, here we go. Uh, welcome to the Carl Experience Season 2, Episode 7. I have redone this uh, uh, podcast because I listened to the one I originally made, and I've been mulling it over my head because I made it the same day I made the Black History Month one. And it's been mulling in my head for the past two, three days, and something hit me wrong, so I went and asked my wife to listen to it with me, and it still didn't sound right, and she agreed with me, so I'm replacing it with this episode. And we're going to get into awfully sticky territory, and I do mean awfully sticky territory. Today is, today's episode is sex versus gender in the social justice era. And yeah, I know some of you are probably going, Ew, what the hell and why the fuck are you talking about this? Because it needs to be talked about. Now, (coughs) we were all taught in school, or at least better part of us were taught in school, that sex and gender were the same thing. And I'm not arguing what the book says. What I'm arguing is what science now says. The best minds on the planet uh, define sex and gender in two different ways. Um, Like Dr. Phil and several other prominent scientists and sociologists and psychologists, they all agree sex is chromosomal in between your legs. This is the way I view it. And you can change what's between your legs, certainly. That's what surgery is for. You can't change your chromosomes, though. Not like... Unless CRISPR becomes a whole new thing. Give me a second, got to close the door here. Okay, yeah, I'm recording in my living room with my dog, so if you hear barking, that's them. My dog typically doesn't make a whole lot of noise. My wife's little dog tends to bark up a damn storm. Now, gender. We've all grown up with gender, at least those of us who are about 40 or so. We're encroaching on 40-ish, or we are (coughs) 40-ish. Gender has always been man or woman, male or female. Now, the uh, 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 appropriate definition for gender is what's... uh, uh, Gender is between your ears. It's in your head. Now... Going with that, sex, as defined in biology, is determined by chromosomes, hormones, and external or internal genitalia. Now, this means that if I have a penis and you have a vagina, that means we're the opposite sex. Used to be, that was gender too. Gender has been redefined. (coughs) And more specifically, gender identity has changed quite a bit because it's actually become a thing. Back in, uh, back in the 80s and 90s, it was uh, sexual orientation, whether or not you were gay or straight. And no, I'm not trying to exclude lesbianism because gay, in every book after the 1940s, like, defined, uh, 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 defined being gay as being attracted to the opposite sex. It's a very basic definition, and I think all-encompassing one. Meaning, if you're a man attracted to another man, you're gay. If you're a woman attracted to another woman, you're gay. And it's what's so funny about this whole thing is that we tend to take things so literalistically on this, and we should in certain parts. Like, as far as our genes and chromosomes, that should be taken seriously. That's scientific fact. Until CRISPR can come along and edit your, edit your genes. <coughs> Sorry, I got a bit of a dry throat today. I'm trying to get this cough away, but it's just being stubborn. Of course, it also doesn't help. We've got, Here in Wichita, we've got, we're like in the 50s, 60s, and 70s on the weekends, and we drop down to like the 30s and 40s for the rest of the week. So we've got this roller coaster effect, which is messing with my... Uh, <coughs> my sinuses and my lungs. So, okay. And no, I don't have asthma. That's just sinal stuff. Okay, now back to the issue at hand. We are taught, and society itself, the, 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 the founding hallmarks of science, teach us that sex is chromosomal. As of right now, we cannot change that. 
We can change what's between our legs, certainly with a surgery that does carry risks. I'm not saying it doesn't, but this, 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 uh, this divide seems to have sprouted up now where instead of becoming just sex, it's, or where, where we went from gender to gender identity, it's now an all, now it's in this all-encompassing umbrella of people who don't want to be similar. Now, I went ahead and looked up genders, and uh, it depends on what place you go to as to how many genders there are. Now, in one, uh, one side I read there were four genders. Man, woman, common, and uh, um, neutral, or neutral. Now, here's, here's the, uh, the problem I have with that, is... I don't see there being a common gender. I mean, back in my day, growing up, it was man, woman, uh, what you would call asexual, or somebody who's not sexual at all. And then you have, uh, then you have uh, hermaphrodites, who are both sexes. Now, to some of you who are going, what in the hell? Why are you covering this subject? Like I said, because this crap needs to be said. <laughs> because it needs to be said. And I like dancing in the patches of sticky, uh, stupid shit that nobody else wants to step into. And I realize some of you are probably going to feel uncomfortable, or you're going to resort back to the Bible. Let's let go of the Bible. Let's grasp onto science and science alone. The sciences. Now, I'm not saying that the Bible isn't isn't worth anything. Because that's up to each person in their own way to experience that or judge that. What I'm saying is, scientifically speaking, using just the sciences, <coughs> we can get a better grip on this subject in itself. Now, the, uh, like, for, uh, let me give you a, an example of this. I was watching an episode with... Uh, John Shapiro, or is it Sean Shapiro? It's the Jewish guy uh, with uh, who confronts uh, uh, genderism versus sexuality or uh, sex. And I'm not talking about. I'm not going to be talking about him. I'm going to be talking about the people who question him and are all social justice warrior on him. Okay, you got this. Chick who's got a shaved head and a sliver of hair on top of her head, which wear one way or the other. This person has boobs. This person has breasts, bosoms, kazangas, chachkas. Yes, I know a lot of different words for that. But this person has female, uh, female mammary organs on top, on the chest. And undoubtedly has, the, has a vagina. Has a slit, a crack, whatever you want to call it, at the bottom. I can almost guarantee you they use a tampon that time of the month. Now, having said that, this person will straight up tell you that they are non-binary, meaning they're not man or woman. Okay, now, you, some of you are probably shouting that I shouldn't be touching this. Or what the hell? And others of you are like, yeah, keep talking. I'm kind of interested. Well, for those of you who are still interested in this, which I'm hoping you all are, because I'm trying to touch on a really eggshell, walking on the eggshells kind of uh, conversation. If you have breasts, if you have mammary glands, which men don't have, if you have mammary glands and you have a vagina and a uterus, you are in, you may be in your head, you may be suffering from gender dysphoria, but you are in fact, biologically, in the, in the scientific sex version, you are chromosomally and uh, sex organically a female. <coughs> Identifying as non-binary just means that's what your brain paints your, your identity as. And I'm not saying that everybody who says they're non-binary is wrong. 
because if that's your firmly held belief in your head, I'm not going to dispute that with you. I'm not going to argue it with you. I'm simply going to point out the fact that you're born with a vagina or a penis and uh, with or without uh, uh, breast or breasts. If you were born with mammary glands and a vagina, you, uh, you would be in fact chromosomally and scientifically, sexually, a female. Just like the, uh, the guys who uh, wear dresses. I, mean, I don't have a problem with a guy wearing a dress, because come on, I'm, I'm, I come from Scottish background, so wearing a kilt, you know, you call that a dress, you're going to lose some teeth. But let's really dig into this, because this is just psychosocially stupid in my opinion. <laughs> okay, now you've got these guys, and I know this guy, in, I, I, I recall seeing this video of this guy in India. <coughs> He wears dresses, he wears makeup with a full beard and mustache. He doesn't have any piercings, he's got short hair, but he's got the full, you know, he looks like a whirling dervish. He looks like the typical, you know, the, his head looks typically like a, a, a straight Indian guy who should be wearing a turban and, you know, dancing around, floating in the air, stuff like that. And no, that's not a racial epithet, that's just an image I grew up with. When you say whirling nervous, that's what comes into my head. A guy who's floating in the air, twirling in circles, dancing. That may be, social, that may be uh, socially unacceptable, but that's what I grew up with. I grew up with Indiana Jones. Come on. Okay, now, this person who's got a full beard and a full mustache and short hair has got flowers in his hair. You know, he's got flowers in his beard, and he's wearing a full-on dress with full-on makeup. We're talking almost drag show makeup oh I identify as a woman okay you might identify as a woman but if you have a penis in between your legs you're still a man now if you're over the age of 18 or let's say uh, the age of 21 or in the extreme case with all these uh, people telling us the age of 25 is the uh, time your brain has developed if you're any of those ages and you feel that you need to have a surgery to correct what's between your legs, go the hell ahead. I have no problem calling you a female. <clears throat> now, the, uh, the biggest issue at hand is for these people who feel they're in the wrong body, you get it changed. The, 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 the real negative connotation with that <coughs> is having children. And yes, I know, there are people who don't plan on having kids, and those, why the people who don't plan on having kids ever want to uh, care about uh, gender is beyond me. If you don't plan on having any kids, you know, never did, never will, all that crap, then I honestly don't see why you don't explore, uh, uh, at least if you're single, if, if you, why don't you explore getting with a trans woman, you don't plan on having kids, they can't, as far, if they get the sexual assignment surgery, they probably won't have kids anyway, so you're a perfect match. Somebody who doesn't want to have kids versus somebody who, uh, with somebody who can't have kids at all. Perfect. Where's the, where's the, uh, where's the negative effect on that? And no, I'm not slamming on the LGBT community at all. I'm just wanting to go through this. I'm, in fact, a very staunch LGBT supporter. I don't care if you, if you consider yourself a parrot. I'm not going to call you a parrot, but you're allowed to think you are one if you identify as that. Now, for kids, when kids are like, well, I don't feel like I've been in the right body. I want to get into hormones. I, as with all the other experts, I've been around... <coughs> I've been around kids who hear somebody having a conversation, they come up and tell you, well, I'm really a girl, and they're a boy. And then a few weeks later, they're like, oh, no, I, I, uh, I listened to a conversation and it confused me. Okay, that's not considered gender dysphoria. That's a kid hearing conversation and it confusing them about what they are. Let that crap pass. Like my daughter right now, she is a precious little girl. And no, she is by no means perfect. I'm not even stupid enough to assume she's perfect. My 16-year-old isn't even perfect. And I'm a father of all girls, so go figure that one. 
Give me a moment to drink this uh, libation of water. Alright. Now. I'm going to probably be jumping points for this one because I don't know how long this episode's going to last. But I'm going to get all the crap out of my head. That much is for certain. Okay. Now. Here comes the weird part. We, we've we discussed that there... I've said that there are four genders by definition... Uh, by definition on one part. And then there's yet another LGBT gender equivalency which says there are 63 genders. And now there are kids... Uh, there are college-age kids. Maybe not so much college-age now as maybe they've graduated. Hope to God they didn't. But that are saying there are hundreds, if not thousands, of genders. Okay, I'll buy the fact that gender might, uh, that there could be hundreds of genders, because right now, sociologically, gender is in your head. It's in, what's in between your ears, not what's in between your legs. So gender identity needs to be uh, categorized on that one. There, there are so many damned answers from all these so-called experts, like... Somebody who's uh, a mixture of different uh, genders in their head, like if they say if if they feel kind of womanish, but they feel kind of mannish, you know, that at that point it's like, okay, why don't you hold on? <coughs> now, <coughs> hitting up pangender because this has become a new thing in my eyes relative to society. Pangender is a a non-binary gender as defined as being more than one gender. Oh, Could somebody tell me when we went from being uh, what is it? Uh, Well, I guess that I was thinking of uh, hermaphrodite, but that doesn't go with this because Hermaphrodite deals with sex and chromosomes, as to where gender is more confused. That gender is more in the gray area now than ever before. And yes, you have people like, well, I'm not a woman. If you have triple D boobs, these are your swing at me, and a vagina, and you're telling me you're not a woman, I'm sorry, Mother Nature has something else to say to you. That means you need to go to a psychologist or a shrink or a psychologist, a psychiatrist, psychologist, something like that. You need to go there. Because it sounds to me like somebody exploited you sexually and now you don't want to be identified as a sexual being. You don't want to be identified as this, as the sex you are because it may open you up to attack. Guess what? Everybody goes through that, men and women. Growing up, like for me, growing up, it was girls would smack, uh, girls could uh, pinch your butt, uh, um, rub your back, all sorts of weird shit that was really small sexual harassment stuff. But we didn't. Growing up, it wasn't categorized as that. Growing up, it was only women. You couldn't slap their ass. You couldn't do certain things. I mean, I grew up. Growing up in the '80s, I had this very specific thing. You could. You could uh, spank or pat a girl's butt. You could put your arm around her shoulder. You could put her arm around her waist. You could catcall, whistle, you know, all that kind of stuff. Hey, hot stuff, all that kind of crap. Would I do that now? No. Was it acceptable when I was a kid? Oh, hell yeah. It was very acceptable. In fact, it was the normative. It was socially normal to do that. Just like nowadays, it's socially normal for you to be more than one gender at a time. Even if you have just a penis, or even if you have just a vagina and boobs. And for me, I see, I, I, I'm stuck, uh, I'm stuck in, the, in this weird middle ground because I'm a straight man. I have a penis. Well, duh, I have a penis. But now there's this normative, now it's becoming normative thinking that maybe I'm just a, uh, maybe I'm just a repressed 
homosexual in the closet. No, I am not. I know for a fact I'm not because I can talk to gay people and when they start hitting, when they start laying it on thick, when I know they're hitting them, it's like, look, I, I love you. You're, I know you're gay. I'm not gay, but we're going to talk. We're not going to have this weird sexual, ex we're not going to have any kind of weird sexual experience. <coughs> but be damned, if somebody throws a punch and I can catch that bitch, they're going to land on the floor for throwing it. You don't deserve to be hit for your sexuality or for your gender identity. Okay? Let's get that straight. I'm not bashing the, the, the community that I support. I'm questioning the normatives in, in, the, uh, in the thing. I'm making sure you, my listeners, know that difference. I may not terminally, all the way, 100% agree with everything going on in the community, but damn it, you have the right to express yourself. Now, children are one issue, adults are another. Children should not be allowed to go through this because they go through so many damn differential changes in everything that you never know what you're getting into. If you're a grown adult, like I have, my wife has a friend who's going to get be getting a, uh, the gender reassignment surgery, and they will be considered a straight woman. I'm like, okay, you want to do that? Hell yeah, I will call you a woman. I have no problem with that. You're making a conscious effort to become what you believe you are. I have no problem with that whatsoever. The, th the, 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 the issue that I find sticky is when somebody's like, well, I'm a trans woman, but I'm never going to have the surgery. Okay, so wouldn't that make you more of a transvestite? I, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. I, I encourage being corrected on these things because, like, on Adam ruins everything. If you find a flaw in, in my logic or my thinking, point it out. I have no problem being wrong. Hell, I encourage you to point out that I'm wrong. I have no problem admitting that I'm wrong. But the problem is, is nine times out of ten, most people don't correct me. And when then later on, they found uh, they come up and tell me that I was right to begin with. Well, <clears throat> I'm not assuming I'm right. I'm making an educated guess and basing a lot on that, which I'm allowed to do with my own opinion. Now, if some ki if some uh, Twinkie, which is defined as a really skinny, effeminate uh, 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 kid, male, comes up and says he wants to be my boyfriend, what do I say? I say no. I say you need to grow as a person, figure out who you are, because right now you're being, right now you're being the wrong kind of person. You're being a plump. You're being a chunk of clay. You're willing to be formed into whatever anybody else wants and I am not advocating that at all I think that's actually more backwards thinking because a lot of Twinkies and no it's not meant to be a derogatory term a lot of Twinkies a lot of skinny really skinny scarecrow skinny uh, 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 gay effeminate men end up wanting to be chunks of clay to be molded to how their other partner wants and that's I don't often see two Twinkies in a relationship with each other <clears throat> because they are generally, as, as, a, as a term, they are gayer than a $3 bill, but at the same time, they are also submissive. They don't care if they're top or bottom. If you don't know what that is, I suggest you go look it up unless you're... Uh, uh, sensitive to sexual matters in which case don't look it up because it'll make you throw up now since I'm assuming we're all adults here um, gender normatives are becoming a, a, a thing that are becoming very hotly contested <coughs> like as an example I was watching Dr. Phil and there was this supermodel who's like stick damn thin twiggy would look like curves compared to this chick this chick slams trans women and then apologizes, then claiming that she is, a, in fact, a trans woman, which is not true. Then they have two trans women on the show. And these trans women said the 
I, I swear to God, the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. You've got men, uh, women who used to be men stating that we need to update the... T uh, we need to uh, redefine and update the talk on defining sex. Why do we need to redefine sex? <clears throat> sex, biologically and scientifically, is the same damn thing. Chromosomal and what's between your legs. So if you change your... If you change the junk between your legs, you're left with only chromosomal differences. Now, if you have a conversation with... <coughs> if we redefine what sex is based on gender identity, you can completely throw science out the damn window. I can't do that. Y'all can do it if you want. I refuse to do that. I refuse to let go of science like that. Letting science crumble to social justice just because somebody wants to be accepted as an all-out, full-on woman is non, it's, it's not only heretical, it's stupid. If you want to be seen as a woman and acknowledged as a woman, okay. But... Yeah, that's why when I get, uh, you know, uh, I get uh, messages and memes about people saying, well, I'm a woman. Okay, do you have a penis? Yes, but I'm still a woman. I'm more a woman than uh, anything you'll ever get. It's like, no, because the people I've had in a sexual manner, in the biblical sense of having a woman, all the women I've been with have had vaginas. They can have children or they have the equipment with which to have them. They may not function properly, but they have that equipment. They have a vagina, a vulva, a uterus, eggs. None of that crap may work, but they have it. And, yeah, so that's usually the thing I get. And I get Mostly what you're going to hear from as far as the LGBT community, as far as transgenderism, when you get them, all, when you get them talking about redefining sex as the people... <coughs> Who want to be accepted without cause or without proper reason? Now, I realize that some of you may be grossed out by this. I know I keep on mentioning, but that's why I'm talking about it. Because that's something that my children and your children or your nieces and nephews or your friends' children are going to have to worry about. They're, going to have to, they're actually going to have to debate this. In my head, there's no debate. The only debate, uh, the only debate is: you're going to be human, or you're going to be, are you going to be uh, a downright human, or you're going to be downright humane? There is a difference between being human and being humane. Being human means you're allowed to get angry and all this other crap. You're allowed to express more than support and good emotions. You're allowed to be human and have your dark flaws and all this other stuff. Being humane <coughs> means. To a certain extent, lessening the evil, lessening the vitriol, lessening the uh, turpitude, and embracing things that maybe you shouldn't be embracing. Now, I know some of you are Christian, if not all of you are Christian, but uh, another, another thing that I'm going to bring up, just really quickly, is the assumption from the left wing of the LGBT community as far as the trans community goes there was this trans woman on who comes on and we're talking to CNN or Fox News I can't remember which one well straight men need to look at trans women uh, trans women as an option okay give me a second I gotta make sure I got my back door unlocked Okay, this trans woman tell, uh, is saying that straight men need to consider trans women as a possible uh, 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 because if you don't, you're sexist and you're discriminating. Well, that comes down to sexual preference. That comes down to 
if you're a, a, a polysexual or pansexual or whatever, if you want to do that, you can. Me, I, I as a normal thing, am I'm just attracted to biological, uh, biologically normative women. Will I be friends with anybody? Hell yeah, as long as you're not a child molester or a, uh, a sexual predator. What do I care? You know, you know, if if you're if you're a chomo or a, uh, or a, a woman beater or a man beater for that matter, then stay the hell away from me. Period. The end. End of story. Because if like if I find out that you do one of those things, you are dead to me. I don't deal with that kind of crap because I have kids, and I have, <coughs> I have by my oldest mother been beaten. She spent nine months kicking my ass because I wasn't allowed to hit a woman. I would. She came out with a with a butcher knife. I, I straight up kicked that knife, broke it in half, and then kicked the knife. I kicked her hand, kicking the knife into a tree. But we can cover uh, domestic violence at some other time. I'm just saying I don't accept those people into my life under any circumstances at all. They do not. If I find out that you have done that, then we are done, and that's the end of the story. And this is money. This is only for that group. Now, with respect towards gender and sexuality. If you're telling, if you're like, if you're a trans person and telling me that I need to consider trans women, no, I don't have to consider them as something I want to be involved in sexually. It doesn't appeal to me. I don't watch videos of trans women doing any damn thing. You know, I, it just doesn't occur to me. And no, it's not because I'm unwilling to explore that part of my sexuality. It's because... I don't have that kind of sexuality. Will I watch it if it's if it's done in an artful sense? Might I watch it? Maybe. But we're talking very specifically for an artistic purpose. It's just like watching two men having sex. Two men having sex doesn't it doesn't turn me on, so I don't watch it. Will I watch? Will I wa like I watched Brokeback Mountain? I wasn't exactly happy with the movie. I watched it. Yes, I watched it, like, what, not even a year ago? For the first time, I watched Brokeback Mountain. <coughs> Did I think it was worthy of an Academy Award? No, I didn't. Did I think it was even worthy of an award? No, I didn't. And no, it's not because I'm bashing the LGBT community. It's because of the story. The story was god-fucking-awful. For those of you who have seen Brokeback Mountain and thought it was a wondrous story about love, you can go ahead and think that all you want. I fully support your ability to think that. Just like some of you are Trump supporters, and I don't bash you for being a Trump supporter. There's a difference of opinion there. For me, I look at Brokeback Mountain as, to me personally, because of the way the story was done, and I think it was superbly acted. I think that Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal did a wondrous job acting. <clears throat> did they perhaps overact the movie? Possibly. But it was the structure of the movie that killed it. Some of you may be saying, well, I enjoyed Brokeback Mountain. Or you could be saying, well, I hated it as well. It's not the fact that I hated it. It had no... It didn't have the structure you need to hold a great movie up. It had great actors doing great acting, but was it the right? But was it was it an appropriate story structure? I say no. I say hell no. Just like with the Academy Awards, some of you watched it, some of you didn't. I watched the Academy Awards to see what movies were going to hit and to see what the speeches were. Because if they were overly political, I was going to ignore them. Kind of like Joaquin Phoenix's speech. And how that piece of shit movie, Joker won a goddamn thing, is beyond me. I saw the movie, me and my wife watched that unspeakable piece of filth once. It may be, it may be cool to watch. It may be, image-wise, it may be awesome. 
but it wasn't for me. I know people who are like, well, I haven't seen it yet. It's up to you to decide. Like I've told several people, I don't, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I thought of the movie. <coughs> but I'm not going to tell you what to think about it. Watch it. I still have to watch Parasite. I still have to watch 21 Bridges, which wasn't up for an award. I've watched Ford vs. Ferrari. Hell, I've watched that three times. It gets better every time I watch it. I find something else to critique in it every damn time. I looked up the characters that were in uh, Ford vs. Ferrari. I watched uh, Harriet. And yes, I cried I cried twice in Harriet. Openly cried twice in Harriet. Not because I was being an overly emotional prick, because I've... When you've had to read all the books on everything, yeah, you get a little emotional when, you, when you're when you reading something and you see a visceral, emotional acting in progress. Was, was like, in, in correspondence, Harriet was based on the life of Harriet Tubman. Not her real name, of course. But comparing, like, uh, Brokeback Mountain to Harriet... Harriet was built on uh, was built on actual fact. The whole movie wasn't just biologically factual. wasn't you know da 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 da. It had it needed to evoke emotion, which I get. You could also compare it to Twelve Years a Slave. Yes, I actually watched that movie. You can compare it to Twelve Years a Slave, and still I think the narrative is better in Twelve Years a Slave than Brokeback Mountain or Joker. I think Joker was. For Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix made it made sense for a lot of people. His speech certainly didn't make any fucking sense at all to me. I, I get people think he's socially responsible. He's not. He's He seems to be so confused to me. I thought he was high. I thought he was like on shrooms or some crap when he went up there and made his speech. Whereas... <coughs> whereas... Uh, I watched Harriet, and that movie has awesome structure. It takes you on a trip. It's culturally relevant to watch Harriet, as opposed to Joker or Brokeback Mountain. I mean, at least Joker and Brokeback Mountain aren't Memento. If you haven't seen Memento, I'm not going to recommend you ever watch that movie. I'd say leave that piece of crap in the garbage. Or, uh, what is it? Um, Irreversible. Don't don't ever watch that movie. I am actually telling you, never watch that movie. It's a foreign language, I believe. It's a French film. That movie goes backwards. And what's worse, before you know what's going on, you've already witnessed uh, uh, man-on-man BDSM sex, and then skull crushing. I I I I just tell you, don't watch it. If you don't want to see graphic nudity uh sodomy and violence do not watch that movie that movie i won't ever watch it again i watched it once i won't i i actually erased it and then made sure to doubly erase it off of everything joker i erased uh brokeback mountain i believe i erased because the the movie is bent on a structure that's not supportable <sighs> Without the proper structure, a movie cannot survive. And no story, no move, no no movie or story can survive without having a great uh, ha- ha- having a great structure to it. I firmly believe that. I'm never going to stop believing that. That's why I don't endorse uh, Irreversible or uh, Brokeback Mountain or Joker or Memento. Those, if you if you if there's two four movies not to watch, I'd say it's those. Some of you are going to say to hell with it, I'm going to watch it, because uh, I want to, and I'm saying, go the hell ahead. You go ahead and ride that pony all the way into town. I don't care. Now, I know that may have seemed off topic, but it wasn't. It wasn't as off topic as you think. Because, see, like, when Brokeback Mountain went up for an Academy Award, guess what our movie went up uh, for an Academy Award? Hustle and Flow. Now... <coughs> <clears throat> to some people, Hustle and Flow was awesome. For me, I saw Hustle and Flow once. And I'm sorry, but that was a dumb movie. 
that movie was perhaps just as bad, if not worse, than Brokeback Mountain. It had a certain flow to it, but in the end, critics were hailing it as like, okay, what are you critics watching that I'm not seeing? I'm sorry, but Terrence Howard's acting is not that impeccable. Never will be, as far as I'm concerned, because he's he bases a lot of his pricing based on him being in a, uh, on a, uh, in a movie that got an Academy Award. That doesn't mean you're a good actor. That just means you acted well once to some people. Now, that having been said, a movie about black, uh, about the real-life black issues versus a movie about gay guys, uh, about guys who were faking being straight who were actually gay for 20-plus years... I'm sorry, but neither one, uh, without a proper without a proper structure, both stories sunk, and they both did. At least in my opinion, you can. I encourage if you're going to watch those movies, I encourage you watch them with a big pop of top um, popcorn because it's going to get salty as shit afterwards. <clears throat> now, as far as the whole argument of gender, we're that's going to be an ongoing discussion in society. Me, if some chick walks up to me with, uh, who's not wearing a bra and got massive boobs and has a vagina and tells me, I'm a guy, I'll kick your ass like a guy. Yeah, let's strip down naked and see who's the guy. And no, that's not a sexual reference. That's, okay, biologically, you're a woman. Biologically, uh, 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 you were born with a massive upper half and whatever downstairs whether it be big, soft, small weak, whatever, powerful, doesn't matter versus me stripping down and I've only got my twig and berries to go on to make it more family appropriate um if you strip it down to that it becomes a very clear issue now with more and more people going well I'm not, I'm non-binary do you wear a bra? yes do you wear makeup? yes do you wear panties? Yes. You're claiming all of the gender normatives of you're claiming all the uh, gender normatives of society, but claiming you're not gender normative. Now, you might look, you might not, but I'm sorry, but that to me is an oxymoron. That's a contradiction in terms. You can't you can't claim to be non-binary yet wear a bra and panties, and all this other crap, and wear makeup, and still, well, I'm a guy, or I'm non, I'm non-binary, I'd say that's gender confusion, now, I will be covering this subject again at some point, I don't know when, but I know this is going to be a stark difference from my last podcast, which was Black History Month, but it, I, I'm going to get into stickier crap than this by a long shot. This is somewhat sticky. It's not really sticky because we can always cover. Uh, I plan on. I'm going to start doing research on my St. Patrick's Day podcast. And for me, I am. I have to look it up again, but I am. I, I proudly stand behind my heritage, uh, uh, proven thus far, of being Scottish, Irish, and German. Because <coughs> I can flat out prove that I am Scottish, Irish, and German. As far as the Indian, I'm still looking for that. It's going to take a little bit longer to prove than I thought, because I have to wait for taxes to come in to pay for uh, genealogy.com to be able to do some wording on that. But I can confirm for a fact I'm Irish, Scottish, and German. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking into my Irish and Scottish heritage, or looking up stuff for that. And I also need to get back on Duolingo and study Irish again. I know I, I sound like an idiot for saying that, but yes, I'm actually I actually am a student of the Irish language. I've been off it for about a year because of just everything going on. Now that I'm in a more stable place and we're getting closer to St. Patrick's Day, I know a few words like slan, aran, slancha. Uh, yeah, there's a couple words I know. And I can I read it? 
actually I can read a lot more Irish than you think I can than you would suspect Irish has nothing to do with a lot of the crap that we uh, speak in English and I wanted to uh, I wanted to kind of include the fact that yes I am learning Irish the language or you can call it Gaelic 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 is what they say in the Irish lesson but I need to step up and do that because I want to not only be able to uh, read it pretty well, I want to be able to speak it, even if it's choppy and crappy. I still want to be able to communicate in Irish. As far as communicating in German, I'll topple that after I get a few more things done. German isn't really a huge thing because German is a lot like Gaelic. It's a, it's a glutteral language. It comes from the back of your mouth. Or the middle. Um, do I plan on learning Spanish? No, I don't really because I'm not one into over the romantic language of uh, Spanish. Two, there's only one reason I would learn Spanish, and that's none of you all need to know that. But there's really no need for me to learn Spanish. I don't plan on visiting Mexico. I don't plan on visiting Spain. There's none of my itinerary of bucket list shit to do. And yes, I've been listening to iHeart 90s while I've been doing this whole thing. <clears throat> I want to give a special shout out to Laura Witham. I will be sending you a video response to the one you sent me. Um, I, I hope to get some feedback uh, from this on you. Even if it is icky, even if it's only a five minute video, I get it. If, if, not, if a lot of you didn't like this, I get this. To all my uh, normative friends, if you will, we got Laura Witham, Corey Morgan, uh, Amy Sonster, the reason I po Amy, the reason I post to both uh, both your names, I don't know which count you use. I honestly don't. When I figure that out, I will start just posting that account of yours with your name on it for uh, to tag you in it so you can listen to it. It's up to you. Um, but yeah, uh, Jason List probably be horrified by this one, but screw it. I'm gonna tag him in it when I put it on Facebook. Uh, Gregory Allen Emanuel, I, I think I just got his name right for the first time. I want to give him a shout out. <coughs> um, a couple of episodes ago I started out with his music from Sentimental Weight, I believe. Uh, my next podcast might contain that, it might not, I'm not sure yet, I haven't decided. But I want to give a shout out to uh, him, he's known as Sprout the Antihero. Go check out his music, go check him out on YouTube. You know, I, I don't expect all of you to go do it, but at least go give it a gander. You don't have to like the music, I just want you to hear it. You don't like it? Okay, we're good, but I, I'm his friend, and I, talk, I, I enjoy his music a lot, so I plug it on this program a lot, as some of you well know. Now, I would like to, and this is going to seem like a strange request coming from me, but I would like to hear what uh, 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 Laura Witham. I know you were into music at one point, actually in the industry. I'd like to hear what you did in there. And it's not, I'm not talking about doing an interview with you. I'm talking about, I, I remember you playing music in the junior, in the uh, senior talent show. Not our Class of 99 talent show, but the talent show of 1998. You were playing a piano, I believe, and singing. <laughs> that was our junior year. I want. I, I would like to know what music you came up with, or how, what it sounded like. If you're totally against that, that's okay. If it's going to take you a lot of drinking, you can skip it. I'm not going to put you through hell. I'm just curious, because we're talking. We are talking about music and musicians right there. Um, I'm thinking about my. Uh, Laura made some suggestions about what the next podcast should be or what a few topics could be and we're I'm still doing research on the SOTU speech for the president and it's not the fact that I'm if any of you are wondering it's not the fact that I'm being lazy it's because I'm finding no information uh, that's just numbers and nonpartisan it's very hard to find part nonpartisan numbers that aren't complicated inflated or deflated for the purposes of politicking. I don't care about the politics on this. I want to know the straight up fact. 
and sometimes not even numbers cover uh, sometimes not even uh, numbers collected by the Department of Labor can cover it because I've been there three times and uh, one of the th pieces I pulled was from the Department of Labor and it only went up to uh, it only went up so far in years only covered a certain demographic so far oh, well I can't work I can't prove anything the president says as truth in which case the only office that I have is to claim that he is actually issuing false information now for those of you who hate Trump glory to you for those of you who don't hate Trump more power to you now I wanted I did want to go ahead and straighten something out <clears throat> Laura pointed it out and I felt that it needed to be clarified now I happen to follow the president on Twitter not because I'm a fan or because I want to bury him I point out some of the insanely stupid shit he says. Now, the next president I will be doing this on as well, because I want to see the utterly stupid shit that the president says. And this president is so awake, or woke, on Twitter that it's not even funny. I don't post shit just to be hateful on the president, but to point out how dumb some of it is. And sometimes, that when he makes sense, I just read it and move on. Because it's normal. You could call that baiting, which you could actually clarify it as. I get that. I will accept that as exactly that. But is it truthfully that? Hold on, checking a picture here real quick that got sent to me. Uh, give me a second, I'm replying. Okay, back to our little tatatat here. Now, um, along with all the shout-outs, y'all know I love y'all know I love you listening to me. Um, hopefully, you guys love listening to me, or at least get enlightened. Now, I I I just want to let you guys know that uh, feedback is all important, and I don't expect. Oh, I forgot Sean Hamilton my shout-outs, but I'll do that here in a second. I want you guys to invite one friend, one person, to listen to the podcast. And if they don't listen to it ever again, I'm fine. If they don't listen to five minutes of it, I'm okay with that too. But encourage one per one other person to listen to it, even if they don't like it. Just and I have a a a, a, a backlog, a catalog, a podcast now going back almost six months. I'm working on six months right now. <clears throat> my catalog goes that far back now and I cover a wide I cover I I think a wide range of subjects have one of your friends listen to one of my podcasts if they like the podcast have the if they like the podcast then have them subscribe to the podcast I don't care which platform they listen to it on I'm on like seven or eight different platforms matter of fact let me look at this small book right here see if I can find them Give me two seconds here because I do have it written down in one of my little notebooks here. I know. You're being slow, Carl. And those of you who knew me in high school know I uh, know I have a tendency to read a lot without actually having to do a lot of uh, 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 work for it. Because I read insanely fast. And I retain information at an insanely high rate. Like, I, I can speed read through a, a small book without... Any problems at all? Okay. Now, for those of you, uh, for those of you I'm talking to about spreading my podcast, I am, of course, well, as you can tell, on Anchor. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Breaker. I'm on Overcast. I'm on Pocket Casts. I'm on Radio Republic. And hopefully, here soon, I will be back on YouTube with this podcast. That way you get a visual of my fugliness, as it were. <laughs> now, anybody who's not subscribed to this, please subscribe. And I'm not saying that just to bolster my numbers because I want to know who's listening. I want you guys to have. I want you guys giving me feedback. I want you to guys tell me if I'm going the wrong direction. 
No, I'm thinking of an episode where I talk about nothing but music. The kind of music I like, the kind of music other people, you know, all that kind of stuff. Music. Just music, period. I'm not sure what episode that's going to be. But, as of right now, I am on all these, I'm on multiple platforms, and you guys, I'm asking you, not telling you. Share this with a friend, even if you know they're not going to like it. Or if you think they might. I'm not, I, I'm open to criticism, like I said. <sighs> but share this podcast with somebody. If it's your loved one, if it's your one of your friends, that's why I'm sharing it with you, because you're all my friends. I share it with my friends, very liberally, so to speak. <laughs> but share it with one of your friends, and if they like it, ask them to uh, subscribe to it. I'm not trying to make overdue assumptions on your time. I appreciate the fact that any of you have listened to it this damn long. And this was meant to be a full-blown episode, and it's turned into a full-blown episode. So I'm not being an ass. I'm literally just asking the smallest hint of gratuity here. Since I'm not getting... <coughs> As I said, my, my podcast isn't monetized. I don't make any money off of this. I just actually enjoy doing this. I enjoy spewing forth my opinion, and at least it's not the it's not some of the vitriol that uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh spews. I've listened to him recently, and it's not a it's not a, uh, it's not a frantic pill to swallow. Um, I will do another politics based one here sh- uh, here soon, but I kind of wanted to give myself a break from all the political crap. Uh, we can get into the arts, creativity, hell, UFOs and PT- uh, PTSD. PTSD will be a very, very unique one again, because I'll be talking from a a certain perspective on that, but like I said, if you enjoy the show, ask one of your friends to listen to it, if they like it, ask them to subscribe to it too, and I'm only humbly asking, and the rest of you can go to, uh, you can go to Anchor or whatever platform you're listening to this on, and listen to it there. I'm not asking a lot. I just want to see uh, audience participation. I'm not asking you to entertain me. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to entertain you and inform you and hopefully enlighten you during this, these podcasts. Now I know it seems like a huge diatribe, but yeah, just do that for me, please. I mean, I'm not forcing you to do it. I'm asking. I mean, if I was in it for the money, be like, come on, people. I, I would, if I was getting, if I was making money off of this, I would be more radical, and be more showboat like. I would showboat the fuck out of everything, because that's what people who are paid to do it get to do. I'm trying to be authentic. That's why I haven't monetized this. I'm not making money off of it. My old partner has monetized his podcast, and he has no listeners now. But maybe he'll learn from that. Anyway, um, yeah, this, this is me, Carl, speaking to you, and hopefully you guys have a terrific day. I hope this reaches you in an open mind and an open heart, and please, let's all be, uh, let's all be who we are, and, uh, Corey, I'm still waiting to hear from you. You said you were going to live before the Super Bowl. Yes, I'm calling you out, um... Yeah, I've got a few people to contact and get a, uh, get some stuff sorted out with. And luckily my phone records more than an hour. <sighs> so, you guys, give me... Uh, if, if you're listening to this and I've tagged you in it, give me something to talk... Uh, give me more ideas to talk about or stuff you want to hear about. I can think of plenty of crap to talk about till I'm blue in the face. What do you want to hear about? I don't need ideas. I can keep coming up with random shit to talk about. I can talk about how uh, uh, cars were built or uh, 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 how color is reflective or absorbative, you know, all that. We, I could talk about random crap all day. I will be doing a music podcast, a music-based podcast here soon, just like I will be talking about uh, some other stuff. I'm thinking about making a mini podcast just to illustrate the other stuff I'm doing. On top of the podcast. But you guys have a great day. Uh, Love hearing from you. Even if it's negative. 
So if you want to uh, text me, if you want to uh, let me know just to F off, go ahead. I'm not offended in the least. If you fast forward to the end of this podcast, I'm still not offended. At least you clicked on it, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about some scandals here soon. I'm going to start working on lists of people been involved with scandals. Not political, but like uh, Lori Laughlin. Uh, 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 what's his name? Crap. I don't know, but y'all have fun.